ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Monday, October 3rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I'm opening up the text line early. We're going to do it now. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We have got to get into this game. Marshall getting the victory over Gardner-Webb. Wasn't pretty, but it is a victory. We've got Coach Huff's comments from earlier today. He was on the Sunbelt coaches call, so I was there. We'll hear from him as the Thundering Herd now. A little time off, not much. It's a little bit more, it's extra time, really, because they've got that Wednesday game coming up uh, the following Wednesday. So they got a few extra days to get ready for Louisiana. That game is here. We'll have it for you on ESPN 94.1. And AM 9:30, and as I said, I opened the text line up early so I could really get your your thoughts. And we're going to start because I want to know your grades for the herd, specifically offense, defense, special teams, overall. Give me your grades. How well did the herd do on Saturday? As we start doing that, let me get your text in again. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Let's start. First texter. This is Michael from Marion, Ohio. Michael's checking in. Good to hear from you, Michael. Michael says, I'm glad we won, but not happy. It's like we are a total different team from Notre Dame game. It's going to be a long season as of right now. I don't see us going better than 6-6. So that's that's not good. 6-6. I don't think that's the record. Most of us want to see the thundering herd. Want to see the herd do better. Let's see. Um, Texter. This was uh, this is Mike. He was um, he was driving back to Chicago and wanted to tell me that defense played great again. Have no idea what are the fans' expectations, but great job, guys. So, there you go. Thought the herd did well. What do you think? I'm going to give you the opportunity. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. What are your grades for the game? Offense, defense, special teams, and overall. You can have a failing grade overall and excel at one. Maybe two... With the third one offsetting. But I want your explanation for why you're giving the herd the grade you're giving. So if you give the offense a D, why? If you give the defense a B, why? And if you give special teams a B, why? And then why are you giving the overall grade? So you did something really well here. You didn't do something well here. You you understand where I'm looking at? Okay. So now that we know what we're expecting here, I will get your grades in for the Thundering Herd. But um, it's a victory. That's the one thing we can take away from this. It was a victory. Uh, the crowd was a little sparse on Saturday. The attendance was a, a little underwhelming. Are we going to see more show up for a Wednesday night game? Here's the big question I want to know. 
is it's a midweek game. So the crowd's going to take a hit for that, right? Because a lot of people who maybe come in on a Saturday to see the herd make the, tra- make, make the trip. Not everyone who goes to a Marshall game is from Huntington or the immediate area. So you know, is the herd going to take a, uh, a hit at the gate because of that? Are you going to be listening to it afar, watching it afar? Also, with it seems like the fan base right now a little down, even though it was a victory over Gardner-Webb, just the fact that it was a, a tough contest. And Marshall had some opportunities to, to maybe really put this team away but wasn't able to move the ball. Is that going to dampen your spirits a little bit? Are you coming to the game? Despite everything so far, despite losing to Bowling Green, despite losing to Troy, and, of course, getting the win, maybe not in an impressive fashion the way you want against Gardner-Webb, where are you at on that? Did that game dampen your spirits a little bit? And it was a wet game, so I, I thought... To be fair, to be fair, that it might be a tougher game than you thought. Because I looked at, well, Marshall and Coastal Carolina are probably close to the same level. Close to the same level. Coastal's pretty good right now. So Marshall, I think, is on par with Coastal. And Gardner-Webb gave Coastal fits. You have a very good Elon team. And you have a very good Mercer team out of the FCS. And those teams beat Gardner-Webb. Mercer's pretty good. Elon's Elon's very good as well. Could those teams compete at the group of five level? Keep that in consideration. Just because they're FCS doesn't mean they can't compete at the group of five level. Now, if this was Gardner-Webb, Going to play Alabama, I'm, I'm expecting a blowout. If this is Gardner-Webb going to play Ohio State, I'm expecting a blowout. Saban can just talent his way out of anything. So I, I'm happy with the result. The herd won. I'm happy there. Marshall's had some, some troubles. Gardner-Webb can watch film just as well as anyone else. The one thing I was very happy was with the defense. Gardner-Webb, I thought, was going to be able to maybe move the ball a little bit more, a little more of an air attack. Wasn't able to do that. So hats off to the defense. Defense really showed up again. So I think the defense right now, the defense is definitely the stronger of the units out there. You know, Marshall's going to win more games on what the defense does, I think, than the offense does right now. Hopefully that changes. And again, you got some time. You got some time to tool, retool. You got some time to, to maybe adjust. You got some time to figure it out a little bit more. You got some time to maybe figure out how to take advantage of your, of your quarterbacks because you're going to use two, it seems. It seems that that's going to be the option here from this point forward. We're going to see both quarterbacks out there. We're going to see Columbia out there. We're going to see Fancher out there. 
And Coach talked about that earlier today in his uh, presser with uh, Sunbelt Media. So we'll hear that when we continue. He talked about you know, how they've got to find ways to, to really capitalize on the specific strengths of each quarterback and put them in the right positions here. I know I've heard from you, so I'm not oblivious to what a lot of you have said. If you've got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Well, Marshall's got two quarterbacks. So how will the herd take advantage of the two quarterbacks? And, of course, I think the bright spot also on the offensive side continues to be Kalem Laybourne. I think he's been a bright spot. I think the defense has been a bright spot. We just need to see more from the offensive side of the ball. Would you agree? So throw that in your grades as well. How would you grade the herd's performance Specifically, how well the offense do, how well the defense do, special teams, how how that unit do, and overall, what's the overall grade? At the end of the day, how the herd grade out for you? We'll take your text, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And my other question to you is, you know, how are you feeling about coming to a Wednesday night game? Are you wait and see? Are you... Maybe the, the excitement's gone for you. You're you waiting to be re-energized. How are you feeling right now? Is it you know, it's the hangover still there? You won. The herd won, just not the way a lot of people wanted. So how you feeling? We'll take your phone calls and text. The text line one more time, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And the phone line, 877-420-TALK. I've got comments from Coach Huff. We'll hear what he had to say to the media earlier today when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Monday edition of The Drive a few days removed from Marshall's victory over Gardner-Webb. I've got Coach Huff's comments. We'll get to those in a moment. The text line is open for at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. It wasn't a pretty win, but it was a win over Gardner-Webb. I thought it would be a tougher game. I didn't think it would be an easy one. I thought it would be tougher. And it was tougher for the herd. Marshall did not run away with this game. I looked at some of what Coastal Carolina had to go through. Some of the topper, upper level, maybe FCS teams. uh, They had uh, some competitive games with Elon. FCS number 16 at the time, Mercer, was uh, a little bit more of a blowout. But Texer wrote in and asked me not to compare them to a top level team. Texer said, that Gardner-Webb isn't exactly North Dakota State, Montana, Montana State, South Dakota State. Please quit putting them at being a top-level FCS team. I never said they were a top-level FCS team. I said there are a lot of teams in the FCS that could compete at the G5 level. Doesn't mean you have to be the very best FCS team to compete at the G5 level. But this is a team that gave Coastal Carolina everything it wanted. Lost to Coastal Carolina 31-27. Had to be a pretty good game plan there. Elon's pretty good team. Lost that one 30-24. to 
Mercer, it just got a little bit out of hand, 45-14. And then, of course, came in and was able to really stymie the herd a little bit. Marshall had to earn that win. So I'm not saying that they're a top-level FCS team, but they had a good game plan. So if they're not a top-level – okay, we'll just put it in these terms. If they're not a top-level FCS team and Marshall have fits with them, where does that put Marshall? Where does that put Marshall? If we're we're saying that just by program reputation alone, that since they're not top-level FCS program, so are we saying that Marshall's not that good? Is that what you're saying? And you you tell me, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So since – we're going on that, that not a top-level FCS team, so what's that make Marshall? Be honest, what's that make Marshall? I'll say this about Coach Huff. He's excited about the win. We've got his comments from earlier today, and when he was addressing the Sun Belt media, uh, that's the first thing he said. He was, he, he was happy to get the win, and it was a tough game, I think, for, uh, you know, we all acknowledge that. So here's Coach Huff earlier today. Uh, just excited about the win. Obviously, uh, really excited about the win this past weekend. Um, we have a bye this weekend, so I'm on the road recruiting. Apologize for for being in the car, but really excited about the opportunity to um, recalibrate um, and get ready for, for next week's game. So he's excited. Obviously, you get a few extra days to prepare. You get a few extra days to maybe – Work some of the some of the kinks out, get the game plan ready just a bit. He's on the road recruiting, so that's good. Always take the opportunity when you can, since you've got a, a different timetable. So he's on the road trying to find recruits. And one of the things um, he talked about today, since he has that extra time, is how he and the team are going to use that extra time to really get ready for Louisiana, it's it's not a normal game week. So he talked about how they're going to use the week to get ready with having some extra time. Definitely. I'm excited about the opportunity. Uh, I, I don't think, and we, we don't really look at records. Uh, we look at the film. Um, and when you put the film on um, from, from ULL, they, they are definitely um, not a 0-2 conference team. Um, they're very extremely physical and on defense. Um, they have a good plan on offense. Um, you, you look at what they're doing, you can tell um, that they are um, a championship-level program. Um, this week, we're going to use it to, one, kind of allow our guys to continue to get healthy. Uh, we're, we're doing a pretty good job. We don't have any guys or many guys completely out, but six games into the season, everyone you know needs a break. Um, so it's going to help us do that. Um, obviously, getting ahead on recruiting, getting a chance to get out to some of the high school's um, here in the local area and across the country uh, to be able to continue to build our roster. And then obviously making a really good push to, to get ahead on, on um, our upcoming opponent, you know, using this opportunity to really dive into the film, really find out uh, where their advantages are and how we can maximize um, our advantages and, and continue to um, play well enough to, to win. And that's the goal for, for next week. And we start that now. Opportunity to go out on the road, obviously, is one you take advantage of. And you mentioned seeing some of the local high schools on Friday night will be you know, really key. That's something I'm grateful that the Herd's doing a better job of as a program. Getting out to some of these games, 
when you can, scouting some of these future herd potential recruits, getting out there and, and looking for the, the best local talent you can that could possibly you know, be a future signee for the herd. So, yeah, I, I appreciate how he's uh, using this time, spreading it out. But at the same time, you got the extra time to get ready for Louisiana. So I'm sure the expectations are a little higher now that you have the extra time to get ready for a midweek game against the team that beat you in a bowl last year, and that is the reigning conference champion in Louisiana. One of the questions to Coach Huff today, something he talked about in preseason, you know, trying to take advantage, use the particular strengths of each quarterback. You have Columbia and Fancher each bringing something different to the table. So Coach Huff talked about what needs to be done to really take advantage of those specific strengths of his quarterbacks. Yeah, I think what we've got to do, especially this week, is, is kind of evaluate what each one of them has done well um, and try to create, recruit, um, or continue that path and those plays and those situations, and then look at where they've had issues and, and how can we um, eliminate those issues or remove that part of the game plan or whatever it is from their uh, from from their role, um, and I think both of them have done some really good things, and I think both of them will honestly say that there are things that they got to be better at, um, and and we, we will kind of be able to take a deep dive into that um, this week and try to enhance their positives and correct or remove their their negative or their mistakes, and I think that's more than uh, just the individual. I think that's collectively, especially on offense, finding out what we've been able to do well and recreate ways to continue to do that. And then the areas that we've had issues in um, either one to try to correct them and improve or to try to, you know, find ways to stay out of those situations. So um, I agree with you. Both of them have done some really good things. And our job as coaches is try to um, enhance or um, add on or build on to what they've done well. One thing is certain there's some success right now in the running game. We suspected that would be the case with a coach that specializes in running, who's very familiar with what it takes to have a good running back, to make a good running back. And you look at why Kalen Laborn has been successful. You could have thought, okay, with Rasheen Ali not out there, you know, maybe you're going to miss a step. Maybe you're going to lose something here in the running attack. And I think so far you've been – very successful in getting Kalen Labor in the ball and finding a way to get him some yardage there. And Coach Huff talked about why the team has been successful with Laborn so far in the running attack. Um, I think we've been able to kind of just do what we're good at right now. Uh, we, we're good at running the ball. Uh, we've got to continue to do that in order to, to give our uh, offense a chance to be productive. Um, obviously now when you have someone who's leading anything, you know, obviously the teams that you're playing are going to be looking at ways to try to stop that or prevent that or, or minimize the ability for us to do that well. Um, so we've got to continue to um, enhance what Kalen and the offensive line and the offense has done in the run game um, and be able to create um, other positive off of that, you know, whether that be in the pass game, the RPO game, or continuing to run it. Um, but he's done a really good job um, up to this point in the season. We got to continue to build on that while also enhancing um, the areas around the run game 
um, so that we become more than one dimensional. And right now we're, we're a little bit one dimensional, which is good um, because we're good at it. So we're choosing um, to, to kind of stay in that lane. Um, but as we move forward, especially with the type of defenses that we're going to be playing um, this upcoming week, uh, we, we got to be able to kind of complement that uh, with other parts of our offense. Coach Huff on why Kalen's been really successful in the running attack. And finally, the other question that was asked of Coach today focuses on the defense a little bit more. You know, we talk about Marshall beaters a lot. And so if you do something that commits a – if you commit a turnover, for example, you commit a turnover, that's a Marshall beater. A pick six, for example, that's a Marshall beater. And if you have a certain amount of Marshall beaters – you might still win the game, but if you go over a certain amount, you probably won't win the game. And you, it's a weird scoring system. I don't have the Coach Huff scoring card in front of me. I wish I did. But one thing that counteracts herd beaters is, you know, as far as his scoring is concerned, is takeaways, creating takeaways. And a question that was asked of Coach earlier today was just about the defense and why the defense has been successful in creating those, those takeaways. He didn't mention herd beaters here, but... He talked about why they've been successful in creating you know, takeaway opportunities. Well, I think one, the players are doing a really good job of, of preparing, you know, and, and being mentally in position to be able to attack the ball. Um, the second thing I think coach Jackson and the defense are doing a really good job of making an emphasis. Uh, we tell those guys, you're not DBs, you're receivers that run backwards. Um, so when the ball goes in the air, we need to be in position one, and then we need to be able to attack. And I think those guys, I've done a really good job of that. Um, I also think defense as a whole um, is adding to it with the level of confidence they're playing with right now. Um, and again, you know, it's it's one thing to play really good defense, but it's, it's you take that step from good to great when you're able to create and, and get takeaways because that, that limits the offense um, and what they're able to do. Um, and those two guys have done a really good job of preparing um, to be in position physically and mentally, and then obviously going up and attacking the ball uh, with really good fundamentals. Coach Huff, his comments from the Sunbelt presser today will have more tomorrow as his normal press conference uh, is still scheduled, I believe, for noon. We'll, of course, have the highlights from that tomorrow. We'll also rate the presser tomorrow. Don't forget, every week we rate Coach Huff's presser. Last week you all said that he was undefeated in the presser. See how you feel about that tomorrow. So that's coming up. We've got your text coming in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm going to go to those when we continue. How would you grade the herd? How would you specifically grade the offensive unit, the defensive unit, special teams overall? How would you grade the herd? I don't want to say it's an overreaction Monday, but you know what? Let's find out how you feel when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's a Monday afternoon on this beautiful day in Huntington. Welcome back. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Why couldn't we get this kind of weather on Saturday? It was miserable on Saturday for those of you who braved it. I know the attendance was uh, under 20,000 officially. 
empty seats all over the place. So hopefully we can get some of you back for the next game. It's going to be a Wednesday night taking on Louisiana next Wednesday. So you've got a few days to, to get ready. Midweek tailgating. Are you excited for that? You tell me. Text line 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. All right, let's get to the text lines. Texter wrote and said, not sure how good we are yet. The next game will determine a lot. And that's a good, good analysis because Marshall will have plenty of time. Plenty of time. You're getting extra time to get ready. So you have a few more days to to work on this. So preparation should not be an issue for this team. Not I'm not saying preparation has been. But preparation should not be an issue. You should have plenty of time to be able to at least come up with a game plan that should work or at least give you a chance against Louisiana. So I don't know how good this team is yet either. Is this team as good as the team that beat Notre Dame? Is this team, you know, was that a fluke or did Marshall get lucky? I don't think so. Or is this team maybe lost a step or two and trying to get that back? Or there's some, as Coach talked about, there there were some things out there and now that there's more film on the herd, teams are better adjusting to the herd and Marshall's got to do a better job adjusting to the adjustments. Always adjustments. Always adjustments. All right, I've been asking you, give me your grades for the game. Texter wrote in and said, let's start with the offense. Offense gets an F. Why? Why'd the offense get an F? Texter said, Laburn had to be overburdened because that was the only facet that worked. And Huff's excuse about throwing the ball? I guess there was a hurricane at Troy. Texter gave the defense an A, said that they have been dominant. Special teams gets a B- minus because of the missed field goal, if I recall correctly. And, comma, yes, I, along with others, don't think that we're very good overall. The loss to a bad BG is also a very negative indicator. The offensive deficiencies that were apparent after BG and Troy were not addressed. Offensive coaches, F. So, Offense gets an F, defense gets an A, special teams B minus, but I'm assuming the overall grade, or at least if you're given an overall, is that an F or is that a D? You can grade the herd as well. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm giving, I'm giving the defense an A. Defense gets an A. If I had a game ball to give, I would give the game ball to the defense. I would just give the entire game ball to the defense if I had a game ball to give. It's easy to give Laburn the game ball, but I think the defense kept the herd in this one because – Offense was having some issues. Defense shut down anything that Gardner-Webb tried to do. We didn't see the the air attack we thought we would see. So defense gets the A and gets my game ball. If I had a game ball to give. But I guess I'm it's it's a fake game ball. It's 
you know how uh, newspaper columnists and um, TV people, we give fake awards? Yeah, this is my fake award. Defense gets my game ball. It's not an actual game ball, but hey, they, they were pretty good to a man. Uh, Texter wrote back in and said he's given the team overall C. Okay, so uh, offense gets an F, defense an A, special teams B minus, and overall C. All right, I, I got that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your text. You can join as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. How'd you grade the herd overall? How'd you grade the herd overall? It's a win. So I don't think any I don't think an F is applicable. You can't give a team an F at the team the team won. So you can't give an F. Can you get a D? If you won the game, can you get an overall grade of a D? I don't think you can do. I don't think you can give a, a D either. If you win. I think anytime you win. It's C or better. F is failing. D is, they won the game. So C overall, is that a fair grade? If we're giving grades here, is that where you would rank it? Defense gets an A. Offense, is the is a, is it really, is an F really? They put 28 points up. The herd put 28 points up the board. Wasn't spectacular, but 28 points. I would give I would give Gardner Webb's defense an A, and I would give Gardner Webb's offense a F or a D. That's because I give Marshall's defense an A. The good news is this thing's over with. After today, it was over for the players uh, after the game. But for us, after today, it's got to be over. We've got to look ahead to, to figuring out Louisiana, the reigning conference champs, the team that you lost to in the bowl game. you got to start figuring that out. And what are we going to see come game day here in a week plus? Because the Herd's got some time off. Really, it's not time off. I think that's a misnomer. It's not time off. It's extra time to work on Louisiana because you really just can't take you can't take a weekend off I, I don't think you would take the weekend off maybe Saturday you take off okay maybe right back at it on Sunday how are the game clock is going to look like for the herd internally and I'm, I'm hoping that and I'm praying I really mean this I'm praying that we don't have made up we don't jump in the future of the past. Remember how Doc would, like, hey, this is our Wednesday, this is our Thursday. No, this is, today's Monday, Doc. It's not your Wednesday, it's Monday. Doc, it's Monday. Stop that. So I haven't heard that from Coach Huff yet. I haven't heard Coach say, hey, okay, well, this is our Wednesday today. No, it's Monday. Texter says, defense and A. Running game a B, special team C, passing game incomplete. All right, you know what? I can go with that. Defense gets an A. Running game, okay, B is fair. I think B is fair. Special team C, okay. Passing game's an incomplete. So we're not failing the passing game. We're giving them an incomplete. I like that. I appreciate. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the text. That was pretty good. 
That was really good. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Incompletes are, yeah, we accept incompletes. You can come back and improve. So passing game gets an incomplete. We'll get more of your grades when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The text line is still open. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We saw the game on Saturday. The Herd won, beat Gardner-Webb. The performance, however, it was ugly. Marshall did not blow out Gardner-Webb like some of you may have wanted. So we're rating the performance. We're giving out grades today. How the herd do grade the herd. Again, it's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Here are the grades from this texture. Offense gets a D. One-sided, little pass other than screen pass. Good running by Laborn, but makes us one-dimensional. Defense gets an A. Nobody has scored on them in two games. Offense was scored on in last two games. Special teams gets to be only because of the missed field goal. Fans get a C. Oh, we're rating the fans now. We're rating the fans. All right, you know, let me stop here for a second. Fans. All right. That's going to be a new category. We're rating the fans every week. Fans get a C for just showing up in cold, wet conditions. Lots showed up in inclement conditions. Our fan base has a lot of older people that can't stand those conditions. Okay. Fans get a C. All right, fans, it's passing. C's of C's passing grade. The concession's going to F for raising prices and smaller portions. I see. I can't comment on that. I can't. I can't comment on that only because, let's be honest. As a member of the media, I can't complain about anything food-wise because I get free food and I get a, I get free beverages, free food and free beverages. However, you're free too because again, you're paying for this stuff. I'm not. So I can't comment because, well, I got it pretty good. No complaints here. And members of the media, we we should not, we have nothing to complain about. We get fed and we get beverages. It's good. It's free. Free food and free beverages. But the texter, not to take away from you, you said that you're giving the concessions an F for raising prices in smaller portions. Uh, $5 for a small soda or a water is a ripoff. I don't like going to sporting events um, sometimes and getting concessions because it's it's gotten so expensive. Not just at sporting events, you know, movie going to a movie. I rarely go to a, a movie now in the theater. It's got to be something I, I just I really want to see. And the reason is okay. You're, you're paying you're paying an increased ticket price. Nothing has changed over the years. I guess movies are getting more expensive. And 
the theater's got to make up whatever profit loss at the concession stand. And so I'm like, five, six dollars for, for, for one? Okay, get the large because I get a refill. Popcorn, I can't, I can't afford that. So I can't imagine, in all seriousness, I can't imagine just any sporting event. What, yeah, what it must take to go to a sporting event if you are taking your family, because they're going to want something to eat, they're going to want something to drink. Can't just sit there the entire time and say, okay, we're just going to sit here, not going to, not going to eat anything. Not going to drink anything. We're just going to sit here. So, I don't know what the easy answer is to that one. Hopefully, I'm I'm, you know, I'm being honest with you and earnest. I just don't know what the answer is to that one because I don't know what the profit margin is. I don't know what the justification is. I don't know, honestly, because I haven't been to the concession stand, so I'm not the right guy to, to say, oh, okay, I see what you're talking about. But I don't know if that's something that can improve in the future. I mean, I don't know if part of that is just because prices have gone up on everything. To, to be to be perfectly blunt with you, you know, portion sizes are going down on a lot of things, and prices are going up. What used to be a large is now a medium, and I'm paying the same price, if not more, some places. So, yeah, uh, concession stand uh, prices are a legitimate concern because you're spending a lot of money. If, you're, if it's just you, if it's just you, it's easier maybe – as a single individual, but how many people go to a game as just a single individual? I mean, it's one thing you're going to go into the theater. You can get a bucket of popcorn, share that among your family members. You know, you can't really do that with a soda and a hot dog, can you? So I, I understand. I completely understand. And I wish there was an easy answer. I hope that concessions will be addressed in the future. You have more opportunity for different points of sale, different variety Dollar dogs. I would go to the baseball game and I would get dollar dogs. They're pretty basic. They're basic hot dogs, like a hot dog and a bun. No sauce. You want condiments? Go over and pump out some ketchup and some mustard. Here's some napkin. Enjoy your dollar dog. And I'm like, cool. It gives me something to eat while I'm at the game, you know, knock off the gnaw a little bit, you know, have a breakfast, go to the afternoon game, you know, want something to eat for lunch. If, if it's a if it's a late game, you know, you might want something just a I mean a Wednesday night game as well. How many of you are going to be coming from if you're going to the game, how many of you are going to be coming from work going to a Wednesday night game? Are you going to have time to, to stop off and get something to eat? Stop at the drive-through, get something and then, you know, eat that, go to the game. I mean, you're going to do that. How many of you are just going to go directly? Okay, uh, getting off work, I have time, maybe run home, get something, you know, get changed real quick, or I'm going as I am. I mean, it's it's legitimate. It's a fair concern. So um, if, you, um, if you've got concerns like that, I think that uh, that's perfect for some of these, uh, these engagement committees that the athletic department's got going on. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We're grading the herd today. So fans, you're now a part of the grade. You you must you get to grade yourself. How'd you do as a fan base? How'd you do as a fan base? And for those of you who showed up, hey, congratulations. I can remember sitting through a game like that. I'm in a poncho. 
I'm in the student section. Marshall is drilling VMI. And I'm sitting there in a poncho covered up in the rain watching their herd. I was a lot younger then. I was well covered, so I was good. Today, there are a lot of people that are just going to look at this and go, you know what? Food's better at home. I got a, I got a nice TV. I got plenty of beverages. I can see all the action. Temperature is just right in the house. Is right where I like it. It's not too cold, not too hot. Unless you like it cold, unless you like it hot. So why should I sit through that? It's cheaper to stay home. It's against Gardner-Webb. Not an attractive opponent. I get it. 100% completely get it. Why that you might decide, you know, I'm, I'm not doing this one today. Because ultimately at the end of the day, this is entertainment. Absolutely entertainment. This is how you entertain yourself. You love the herd, you support the herd, and you want those kids to do well. But at the end of the day, you're going to the game for entertainment, right? Am I am I wrong on that? Is it more for you? We'll address that tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. And hey, keep, keep this in mind, though. I really, truly believe that the athletic department is trying to do all the right things to make the experience better. I mean, coaching staff's got to make the football better. The athletic department's got to make the experience better and everything else. And, and I really believe that they're working their way through everything to make it better. So just keep that in mind. And with that said, have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.